traffic sucks, but your podcast don't have to. Welcome into the afternoon drive with five. Joining us now on the Smith Sport covering hotline, second year head coach out in Temple, all world dad, husband, coach, and friend, Coach Corey Nix. Coach, how you been? Busy. Uh, I appreciate uh, all the love, but uh, first off, I want to tell you two gentlemen, thank you for all you do, not only for uh, my program at Temple, but uh, everybody in this county, in this area. Um, you, do, you guys do a fantastic job highlighting these uh, athletes and multi-different sports and all kinds of different activities. I just want to say thank you. It's, it's well, what we, we love to do. That, yeah. Thanks. It's our yeah, passion. That, <laughs> I know it is. And I, and I appreciate y'all. We need a whole lot more y'all coach. How was your summer? And, uh, can we, can we expect more rave techno dance moves from, from AJ <laughs> and, uh, and Kenna on the sidelines this year? Uh, I think so. Um, summer wise guys, um, uh, obviously y'all are well connected with me. Um, I feel like I've pretty much lived at temple high school. Um, a lot more than I did last year, uh, just trying to make sure things are going in the right direction and, and, and making, you know, improvements in different areas. Um, when I'm not been doing that this summer, um, like, you, like, you know, uh, I've been all over the road uh, with travel baseball or for AJ and Hudson or McKenna's travel basketball. She's actually heading to Memphis right now uh, for the NCAA Academy. She got invited to. So, Mom's got to take it there, but we, we've been busy. If it's not, uh, you know, coaching football or being here and doing things, it's definitely a busy life with the kids. Do y'all have, like, a running tally of all the states that y'all have gone to, whether it's for, like, high school or whether it's for travel baseball or travel basketball or anything? Do you have, like, a list of 50 states and you're going to start cro- you start crossing <laughs> them off just every state you hit up? No, we need to. Um, just to be honest, I, that would be a good good thing to do. Really, I didn't even have time to think about that kind of stuff. <laughs> I think y'all got the uh, the whole eastern seaboard probably covered by this point. I would, I think so. We're pretty close. <laughs> You're going into year two as the head coach out in Temple. Anything that going into this offseason that you think you're a little bit more better prepared for this year as opposed to last year? Um, I do. I, um, to be honest with you, I think, um, you know, when I got the job, what it was in December and had to put a staff together um, and wait until they got there pretty much because it was me and Coach Dyer, but wait until they got there until, you know, June and then just kind of mix and match and trying to gel together as a staff as we got to know the kids uh, for them. Um, I think this offseason, having those guys in the building, um, adding more coaches to the staff, I think that we are in a whole lot better position uh, as a program compared to that first year. Um, I think, uh, you know, with with that goes, uh, you know, obviously we had a spring practice, I mean, spring game and spring practices. We had winter workouts. You know, these kids probably did some things that they haven't done in the past, getting up early and doing things. Um, You know, and then obviously the the biggest piece uh, that I live by and, I think it's the most important piece in athletics is the weight room. Um, we were able to, you know, get those kids bigger, faster, stronger. And coach, you talk about those new coaches that you're bringing into the sideline. What are some new faces that we'll see out there in uh, Temple, Georgia, on the sidelines these Friday nights? So uh, the first one that comes to mind right now um, is Thomas McCarter. Um, he was actually, uh, you know, 
booking a couple different high schools out here because his wife is from Bremen and, and they're, you know, moving from basically uh, my old hometown, uh, Cherokee County. They were living in ball ground and he was at South Forsyth high school. And he, he's a young up and coming coach. Um, he will be, uh, we're blessed to have him in a PE slot and in our middle school weight room, which is huge. Uh, and then he'll be doing linebackers coaching Hudson Knicks and, um, all those other kids that are linebackers. Um, he is the real deal relationship wise. Um, very, uh, wants to grow so much and wants responsibilities and growth opportunities. And, um, you know, nationally, nationally certified strength coach. I mean, he just, he blows me away. Um, he's one, uh, the second one is, um, we've, we've got Sean McDowell, um, He's coming from South Atlanta. He's from Rockmart. He's uh, doing O-line with us. He'll be in special ed here. Um, and trying to think of the, the if we have another one. Uh, we added – oh, Demarzio Strickland, sorry. Um, I wish I had all this in paper in front of me. Demarzio Strickland, um, coming from Central. I uh, got to know him uh, the last couple of years actually at Central. Uh he is uh, in the building as a para-pro. Um, he will be doing D-line, um, inside D-lineman. Um, and then uh, very relationship-based. Golly, like, he loves kids. Um, he wants, you know, an opportunity to grow. And that's why he came over here. Um, he's pretty much family to me uh, over the last couple of years. And uh, another one is uh, fresh and just recently graduated Saturday. Extremely proud of him. He's a Bowden kid, uh, Aaron Christopher. Uh, he'll be teaching at the middle school. Um, he's actually going to be our D-line, the DN coach. We've, so we're going from one D-line coach to two D-line coaches, you know, from year one to year two. Um, he obviously is very smart, um, you know, knows the game very well. Um, uh, his teaching skills-wise, um, I've heard nothing but fabulous things. Um, he wants to, you know, someday go above and beyond and, and get to the high school and kind of teach like AP type kids. Um, so I'm very, very excited about, you know, those four guys. A AP kids. What, what's what's a AP? I don't think I ever got invited to those classes in high school. I, I, I <laughs> the smart kids. Oh, oh yeah. Advice. Yeah, no, no. I didn't, I didn't get invited to those classes. In high school. <laughs> I don't think anybody's surprised by that. I don't think Billy did either. I don't think I did either. So. <laughs> How the, dare you, sir? The, the only initial classes that I got invited to in, in high school were uh, PE. That's the only initial classes that I got invited to. That was to. my favorite class, sir. No doubt. <laughs> Right now. And coach, you talk about all pants. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Pants t shirt and some uh Converse. It's perfect. That for I had that. to get every couple months. Suited for that one, buddy. <laughs> and you talked about all the new faces that are gonna be on there in the sideline. They have a daunting task going into this season. Y'all have to replace one of the best athletes in West Georgia in Cam Vaughn. How do you go about doing that? How do you go about trying to replace Cam Vaughn? And what's that offense going to look like this year without Cam at the helm? Okay. Um, this is a question that, uh, you know, I'll just be honest with you, you guys. I, I love Cam Vaughn. Um, from day one, when I got the job to where he is now, our relationship, his relationship with Coach Hostetler, I mean, I went out there and saw him during uh, spring practice, you know, or summer practice just recently. Um, you know, he's 
I've obviously done something important. He's over here trying to hit me up for an NL, NIL deal. Nice. <laughs> a little bit of money. Uh, they're I putting like together it. at Jackson State, which is cool. But I think it's cool that I'm one of the people that he reaches out to as far as that kind of stuff. So where I'm going with this is um, Ken Vaughn is a phenomenal athlete. Um, he he has so much potential, so a high ceiling. And I think Jacksonville State really don't know what they got yet. Um, with that, he did a lot of great things for us. There's no doubt, you know, whether it was throwing or, you know, running. Um, but I do feel like, and, th- and this is not any disrespect to Cam, but I felt like last year he was the dude, everybody knew it. And as a defensive coordinator, a mindset, it's pretty much what your mindset was going in the game. How are you going to defend Cam Vaughn? And so, um, you know, he had an unbelievable year because Coach Hosseller, you know, did a great job. Um, using his talents and calling plays to highlight or make our program in a position where we could score points, first downs, whatever it is. And so I'm not trying to deflect the great things that Cam Vaughn and Coach Hostelli done on offense, but we as a staff feel like with what's coming back and us going under center, um, doing the same basic plays and just adding a couple more, that we are playing to our strengths of what we have now. Um, our backfield is, is very deep uh, at all three positions. Um, Quarterback-wise, we've got two guys fighting for a spot. They're both, uh, you know, good enough to, to lead us. It's just a matter of time who's going to separate themselves. Um, but, you know, I don't think there is a replacing Cam Bond ever because that kid's legit. Um, but I think – uh, moving forward in the future, um, you know, we, we did some – Coach Hosseller probably did some things with Cam that was out of his realm um, as far as an offensive play caller and, and tried to do his best to put Cam in position. But at the end of the day, we're going back to Evan Hostetler's bread and butter and running the exact offense that he wants and what he did at um, Cedartown or Manchester. Um, and, what you know – that's about that's the best I can answer that question. Cam Vaughn will always be a Temple Tiger, and we will always go above him and build. I mean, he's he's like a son to me. Like I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Like I I, I contact him probably once or twice a week. I don't want to over overkill him, but um, just to make sure he's doing right and doing good. And if he needs anything, I, you know, can I send you some money? Can I send you some snacks or food? Whatever it is. So um, that's where we're at right now as a program. I like it. I like it, Coach. And and you mentioned the two, two kids that are battling it out. Is are we talking Eskew and Gribben for for the quarterback yes, position? Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Awesome. Those so are the two. Are Are you going to do a uh, like a Thunderdome type thing if it doesn't get settled in practice? Like you know, two men enter, one man exit. You know, the big cage around Tiger Stadium out there or something. <laughs> I wish that'd be awesome. <laughs> I know AJ would. AJ Nix would love that. He'd be probably the announcer, <laughs> the promoter, the announcer. absolutely the referee getting in, involved in it. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. Um, now so we're, like, we're, we're we're just we're letting them go and battle. Um, you know, at, battle it out. And it's basically you know who leads the the offense well. Who's the best leader? You know, they they both have different strengths and. Uh, you know, weaknesses, but, um, you know, they're both still young. I mean, they're, one's a junior, one's a sophomore. Um, yeah. And, you know, they, like I said, 
they're great kids, great kids. It's just a matter of who's going to separate themselves. And I couldn't tell you when that would, you know, who's going to be the dude because we haven't really, I mean, it might go into a game or two. I really don't know the answer to that question. Last year, coach, we talked to you after several games that were probably 50 50 that you were disappointed, but still hopeful for. So after all those 50, yeah. 50 games that y'all came up short, Lumpkin County heard Crawford County. What have y'all done this year to hopefully flip the script on those games? Okay. Um, it's a great question. Uh, Billy, I, there's a couple things that have changed. Uh, and I'm one of those people that, you know, I kind of keeping things to my, you know, our, our, ourself, uh, um, I like it know, playing it far, close to the vest, Coach. I like it. I really, I mean, and I'm not sitting here saying like, you know, I just, you know, I feel very confident as the head coach of Temple that things are so much better going into year two than year one. Um, I can the, the variables that I can tell you that have helped there is we were very we were extremely young last year on both sides of the ball. Um, we had a senior class that. Um, probably didn't play. They didn't play until they were seniors, really a, a good bit of them. And um, we gave them the opportunity and, and some flourished, but not all. And with that came um, the youth part of, you know, going out there and lining kids up that, that might not have been ready or, you know, they needed to work on different things. And so for an example, uh, one of the things that stands out to me from this year to last year is we are returning pretty much everybody on defense. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, like, we've pretty much got, not only are we returning them on defense uh, and they've gotten, you know, 11 games under the belt, they um, have been in the weight room and definitely gotten bigger, faster, and stronger. There's no doubt about that. Uh, On top of that, we will have them, majority of those kids that are coming back this year for two years and adding a freshman class that just won a championship that is 24, 25 kids deep as far as incoming ninth graders, uh, including, you know, a couple of those kids like Hudson, Sedario, these kids, you know, JoJo. Um, I can go on and on about that, that class coming up because it's special. So defensive-wise, I feel like we should be way better. I felt like you know, at times last year, we struggled at defense. We all know that. And and I think that was more of the youth that we need to get bigger, faster, stronger. And I think we've addressed those things. Offensively, yeah, Cam gone. Um, but, heck, you still got kids, um, you know, that we, we lost a couple offensive linemen that no doubt we would love to have come back. Um, but we returned a couple offensive linemen, really. Um, and then we returned pretty much our whole backfield. Um, and then that backfield is deep. I mean, it, it keeps getting deeper and deeper. It's crazy. Um, so I think, you know, we we, we lost Cam Vaughn. We lost a couple of seniors. But we, we've returning so many players on both sides of the ball. And then this is the biggest thing I can say, because I'm not one to go out and say, blah, 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 this kid just moved in or blah, blah. I just – too many things in my day to sit here and talk about that type of stuff unless you're part of the program or you come up and ask me. But I really feel like we've gotten – I mean, I can't tell you off the top of my head, but I'd say five, six, seven, maybe new kids. Um, 
that just showed up out of the blue maybe after the season or during before spring and here's the thing i'll say about this whole situation at temple with us being a, a small a small school um sorry mckinnon mixes knocking at the door <laughs> um trying to get her license so she can go to memphis but anyways sorry um i think with those kids coming in um well you know we had a couple linemen we had a couple skill kids i think the biggest difference now because we were a small school that these kids just in my opinion would look behind themselves and say man that kid ain't ready he ain't competing with me um you know and 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 they would be comfortable, just to be honest with you. And I think going through, you know, off-season stuff and a spring uh, practice and game that – and now those kids are behind them, I think they have gotten uncomfortable. And we got kids competing for jobs that were probably returning starters last year, but they're having to work harder. Um, I can't tell you, like, we, we've got a lineman situation where – you know, we probably got seven or eight, nine, you know, ten good linemen, and and every day we evaluate, and y'all, you, know, you know, someone gets, you know, I wouldn't say fired, but someone gets a new spot, new opportunity the next day based on film, and like I don't know if that's happened here in a while. Um, those type of situations, I think, is what's made us better. Uh, youth going, you know, getting bigger, faster, stronger, coming back, and having so many games under your belt. And then having, you know, being fortunate enough to have some players move in or whatever it is, and now they've got to compete every day instead of saying, oh, that guy ain't doing nothing. I'm just going to, you know, go through the motions. That's the biggest thing I can tell you. Uh, Coach, that, I mean, that goes back to the adage, iron sharpens iron. And when you have somebody that, you know, I don't want to say second on the depth chart, but somebody that you're competing with that's pushing you and pushing you, you, you both get better. I mean, you, you get better through competition. And like you said, when you have a young group, that middle school group that came up and you have some of these young guys who are really talented, pushing some of the seniors and some of the other people pushing each other. I mean, that's what makes great programs stay great programs. Correct. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm a big iron sharpens iron. Like I parent that way with my three kids, uh, athletically, academically, whatever it is, character, like, um, you know, and I firmly believe that. And so, you know, to, to brag on Temple, like, I just it is what it is. But that, this junior class coming up, 2025s and these 2027s, like, um, you know, that's, those, those are strong classes. And uh, if we do our job as coaches on and off the field, like, you know, I feel like we can be really competitive uh, over the next, you know, four or five years uh, with those classes. Um, I'm not, you know – saying you know the 2024s or the 2026s aren't important um they're just not as deep in numbers as those two classes there's some great pieces in those other classes but you know that's that's where the the talent as far as a numbers games go so you know, we even talked about it the other day we, we're going to focus more on our our jv our freshman class coming in and getting them more prepared and ready, battle ready for JV games. I mean, we're excited about our JV team right here. I mean, last year, you know, it's it's hard as a small school to have a a, a quality JV team because you're you know you're moving kids up, you know, and playing them in varsity spots or you know something happens with injuries. But man, I'll tell you what, with the numbers we have right now, um, we're almost to 70 kids right now. 
And, you know, that freshman class, like, we're going to pour into them. We're going to give them daily attention, which is, you know, not the easiest thing to do. But we're to a point where we've got so many new, you know, added middle school staff and high school staff we practice together that we're about to be able to address not only just varsity all the time, but JV and middle school and all the way down to the sixth grade program, uh, which is a very positive thing. That's fantastic. That's a, that's a big number for a, uh, for a single a football team to have. That's, that, that's great to hear. And, and with all, with all that freshman coming in, all the experience that you have returning, are we going to see anything defensively scheme wise change from this year? Or is it sort of going to be the same defense y'all had last year and how much fun has it been for you to be able to coach Hudson this year and kind of see his growth into a high school linebacker? Um, you know, defensively, uh, we're still, you know, going to be in our base stuff. Um, I, I'd be a fool not to tell you, like, we're, we're going to at times have uh, a four-man front. We're going to be multiple uh, this year. Um, love Coach Dyer, and he's doing a great job, and he's going to do an unbelievable job going into a year two as a D.C. for me. Um, we'll be more aggressive. Um, we've got, the, the, I'd say, the cats, the dogs to be more aggressive. Um, because experience coming back and where we put kids uh, now, uh, the luxury of having so many to, to put them in the right spots. Um, so I feel like defensively, um, I've seen it through padded camps and seven on sevens and all these different things that we're way better than last year. There's no doubt. Um, now we got to go on the field and prove it. As far as Hudson, oh man, um, hadn't changed since I've answered this question probably last year. Or, you know, for interviews in the past, um, still trying not to mess it up. Um, enjoying it daily. Um, haven't really enjoyed it as much as I would like during the summer because I've got so many different things going on with sponsorships and all these different – just multiple things throughout the summer. But, you know, they're padded camps. You know, the Jokers probably scored, I don't know, four or five, six touchdowns. You know, and, and I would look – just to give you an example, I would – be you know looking for this kid or whatever that kid and trying to get him in or whatever and the next thing you know you know Hudson's running a corner route and, and gets over the top of the safety and scores a touchdown and everybody's cheering and going nuts and they look at me and they're like you know hey coach did you see that and I was like no but it's okay and they're like because you gotta pay attention I'm like nah the standard's high for that kid you know <laughs> don't don't boost his head or his ego now not, not that he's that type of kid but you know um man i'll tell you what I, I don't want to sit here and 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 brag on my own kid um because you know I, that's just not me I, i'm confident in his abilities um he has a unbelievable coach uh as far as position coach with coach mccarter um coach dyer um you know the key with hudson uh, i'll say it over and over and over uh, to continue to do what he's doing on the classroom and, you know, on the field. Um, and flexibility, uh, speed, you know, agility, things like that. And and hopefully the dear Lord blesses him with, a, you know, another inch and an inch and a half, whatever, to get to 6'2". And um, I, I think, you know, I have been amazed with him this summer as far as being a leader and talking. Um, I didn't know if he had that in him. Um, I've heard him in a positive manner, uh, daggum, tell the, uh, you know, tell the D lineman in front that's a junior or senior, you know, get lined up. Like he is very, he's coming out of his shell 
Um, the leader, that, that's the part that honestly blows me away, Billy and Bryce, is um, he is out there as a freshman, uh, as the quarterback of the defense, not only lining them up in the strength, which was an issue last year, but knows majority of what they're doing and is able to tell them where to be and where, where to go. Um, that, that's, that's been the, you know, if I could brag about him or say something right now over the last couple of months, kind of, kind of, um, very, you know, blown away by that part. That's awesome. I, I love to hear that coach. I, the reason I ask you that question every single time is, uh, I, th- I think you and I have the same mindset where we try to uplift the other kids more than we do our own. Um, so yeah. I, I, I know you're not willingly going to brag on Hudson. So I have to force you to do it uh, every time we talk. <laughs> well, and I, and I, and you know, I, I firmly like what you just said. I mean, it'd be no different than, you know, coach Lasseter with, you know, Max down there. Like we, we're, that's not our nature. Um, my goal honestly is I'm going to enjoy every day with Hudson, uh, in the weight room or, um, you know, on the field or off the field for the next four years. Cause I'm, you know, I'm starting to realize with McKenna, I only got two more years and man, she's going to be somewhere playing basketball and I won't see as much as her. So, um, with Hudson, I waited, you know, all my, you know, all my life or his life to get to this moment and I'm going to enjoy every day of it. And, um, you know, but my job, honestly, as a head coach, um, I've told the other coaches, I, mean, I trust you coach Hudson up hard, do whatever it is. I'm going to love up on everybody else and make sure everybody else is becoming the best, um, student athlete they can be. Speaking of loving up on some, on everyone else. Give Tiger Country a a player that they may not know right now. That may not be a, a just a normal player that you they know off the top of their head. Give give me a name or two that by region play is going to be a household name uh, for the Temple Tigers. Ooh, um, <laughs> there's so many. Uh, let's see. I firmly believe that by the time region play comes, everybody is going to know who Jace Glenn is. Um, you know, some people probably would say, if, you, if you're from this area, you've been kind of connected to Temple, you kind of know who that is because he's been a track star. He's done a lot of great things. Um, you know, he's played football in the past. Uh, and then we had to convince him to come back out, you know, but where I'm going with this is that kid um, is about to be the bell cow of offense. Um, he has so much talent um, on and off the field. I feel like by the time region play gets here, everybody's going to know who he is. Um, there's no doubt. Um, man, I, I, there's so much youth in our program, you know, that, that I could name a several of them. But I think he's one that stands out. Um I mean, there's a bunch. C.J. Gray, like, you know, he's been playing for a while, and you know, he's got these big goals and aspirations of what he wants to achieve this 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 year. He's going to be counting on a lot in offense. Um, you know, the, the O-line uh, with, you know, the move-ins or who he got, you know, there's there's several there. You know, O-line don't get a whole, whole lot of glory, but um, there's a couple there that I think – you know, it can be Scotty Taylor, who's a wrestler that came out this year, you know, um, trying to think of, you know, the other kids. Um, there's just, there's so many, it's hard to name one or two. I feel like the opportunity for several, 
there to break out on the scenes and know who they are in the region play. There's a bunch. Um, one that just hits my mind is Jace Clay. You mentioned you mentioned wrestling, and I've had this conversation with several coaches. Do you do you ask some of your players, or kind of not force them, but like kind of suggest strongly that they get into the wrestling program at Temple because? I think I've back when coach King first took over at Carrollton, he said, Oh, the wrestling program is going to be like Trojan light for them. So it's going to be most of the, most of the football players will be a part of the wrestling program. So is because of the hand to hand combat that especially the line, oh, yeah. you have to think oh, yeah. that's a great idea for them. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. so I've always been a, um, a wrestling guy. Um, I came from a high school in Sequoia High School in Cherokee County during that time when I was going through high school. I, you know, I wish I would have wrestled. Now looking back at it, I was a dummy. Uh, not saying that basketball is not important, but I played basketball. And so, um, b- being around wrestlers that were you know state championship contenders every year uh, made me, even though I didn't wrestle, that made me tougher through football and, and some of the better players that I played with. And so, getting the teaching and coaching and you know. Um, really like the last, I'd say five, six, seven years where I've been different spots. Um, I mean, I was, when I was DC at VR, I was the head wrestling coach, you know, it was not something, you know, they just needed it. And I was like, man, it's important. You know, I had Phil Blair, had some great community coaches. So it was more of, um, wrestling's important and, and making sure that, you know, they, they get coached up and it was more of the head coaching part that I took care of. Same thing, you know, when I was at Gordon Central as the head coach, um, you know, one that, that, that first year I was there, I was, a, I was a, probably the only coach in the state of Georgia that, that was the head wrestling coach on paper that actually did it and helped because I had another community coach, but also a track assistant and head football coach. I dove into that because I felt like, I'm going to make this place better. I got to be here all the time and convince all these athletes to do multiple sports. And so with the wrestling thing, man, I'm telling you this, I've been blessed, blessed, blessed. I just kind of hit the jackpot. Um, last year, I didn't, you know, coach Moistner um, to our program. Uh, coach Gardner was already doing a fantastic job, but you, you, you bring in a legend, you know, a really two different dudes that have strengths in different areas. And it's a two-headed monster. I mean, and so that relationship with him being on my football staff and me already believing in wrestling, it's just like the perfect marriage. Um, and so I believe in wrestling. I believe, you know, I, I love basketball. Um, you know, right now, you know, Hudson Nix is saying he's not going to play basketball. I'm trying to talk him into wrestling, you know. Um, who knows? Whoa. I'm trying to make, you know – but wrestling to me, as far as what you just said before, you know, playing with leverage, different things. Like, in my opinion, wrestling uh, at the end of the day is one of the toughest and hardest sports because, you you know, it's one-on-one on the mat. And uh, based on what the result is, you know, you're, you're either going to, um, you know, get better from it or you're going to be embarrassed. And, and you know, but at the end of the day, it's just you and him. And, it's going to come down to the techni- you know, technical part of it. It's going to come down to strength, conditioning, all these different things. And it's, it's close to saying, honestly, uh, to, to being a gladiator. I mean, um, 
So I think wrestling, in my belief, wherever I've been the last nine, ten years, um, is wrestling's huge for football players. Yeah, yeah. My buddy, Coach Nick White, would be really upset if I didn't ask a question like that because you know how he I love is. him. I love him. <laughs> I do too. So obviously, uh, you know, we're we're a little bit different than some of the media outlets out here. So we're going to ask you some goofy questions. Uh, so one of my questions is: um, <laughs> Does does Coach Evan Hotchtetler ever smile? Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, the thing about Evan Hotchtetler is you got to be around him enough. Um, I love Evan Hosseller. Our whole staff loves Evan Hosseller. But when you first come into interaction uh, with him, you, you might think that. You might see that or whatever it is. Um, but, man, he, he's one of the funniest guys. Um, and he does smile, I promise you. He, is, he loves these kids. Um, golly, he loves McKenna Nix and all my kids, obviously. But he just, you know, He's got something special inside to where he's just a kid magnet and the relationship side of things. People see that as probably adults and does he smile or whatever. He just wants to be the best he can be, but more importantly, make the kids the best they can be. And so um, I'm very, very blessed to have him as my offense coordinator. And one of the things I love most about you and your family and everything you share on social media, Coach, is I, I love to see the dancing. Uh, your, your family is a, is a, is a dancing family. If there, if there was a Nick's family dance off, my question is what song would you choose to dance to? And who's going to win that Nick's family dance off? Who's the best dancer in your family? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. McKenna can dance. Um, AJ, he can dance. Hudson's definitely not no dancer. I can tell you that. <laughs> um, he might try every once in a while. He, he just he ain't got it. I, I will say this: the dark horse, and if you can get her to dance, I'm telling you, Casey Nix can dance. <laughs> um, I've seen it. You know, she's very shy and, and keeps it to herself. But if there's good music or whatever it is, you know, and, and she wants to dance, she can dance. Um, I don't care. I've been dancing my whole life. Uh, I've been, you know, love music. Uh, I think, you know, been around people that love music, my family, whatever, but um, just like to have fun with it. Right. As far as the song part, man, there's so many songs. Uh, you can go on and on uh, with that part. Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite. <laughs> well, coach, we yeah, get, we, we, we love, we, we love get, seeing that. I mean, we would love seeing that. Yeah. Can we get one of those post game Ted Lasso dances uh, from the locker room? <laughs> <industry from you? laughs> Hey, we get a big win. Hey, we get a big win this year, which we should. Uh, I'll be dancing in that locker room. There's no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> and coach, you talked about a big win. You know, you're you're in a four team region, and you're looking to do something this year that nobody has ever done at Temple. Nobody has ever won a region championship at Temple. And anytime people will listen to me, any anytime I talk about Temple, you know, I say there's there's something special going on out, out in Temple, Georgia. And, I don't mean just the football team, which it is obviously, um, but I, it's it's all of the athletics out there in in Temple High School, and y'all look to try to do something that no one's ever done at Temple, and and that's win a region championship this year in football. 
is yep, and that's one of our goals. There's no doubt. Um, never been done. You know, if you come in our gym, you look at the banners uh, that Coach Garner's put up. Um, you know, it's, it doesn't look as pretty as some of the other sports uh, that have been there for a while. Um, definitely one of our, um, you know, goals that we're trying to achieve. Um, you know, another thing that most people probably don't know unless they really looked at it and studied it is Temple's never won seven games. Um, that's one of our goals that we're trying to get to. Um, and then they've been to the playoffs, but they've never hosted a home playoff game. So not only are we trying to chase a region championship, you know, um, we're also trying to achieve seven-game wins. We're trying to achieve a home game. Um, and our region's tough. You know, we got Lamar County, uh, Crawford County, and we got uh, definitely a Hurd County who is a well-established program. And so, um, you know, our goal, obviously, is it would be, be, be lying if I said this, but we want to beat, you know, Crawford County. We want to beat those other two schools um and but you never know until you light up and play the game well coach we can't thank you enough for joining us uh on the afternoon drive with five for our temple preview you you're always open and candid with us and and we can't thank you enough for that and and thank you so much for for joining us today well i appreciate you guys i can't tell you that enough um you know in order for people to know about temple um, not only just football, I'm, I'm more concerned about everything, you know, whether it's the community, whether it's, uh, you know, band or um, whatever sport it is or whatever activities we're doing. I, I just want to be able to tell the story of what's going on Temple. I, I think that's that's part of the issue um, maybe from the outside perception is, um, you know, people see things, that, but they don't know what's really going on inside. We just had a staff meeting about this. We, we need to tell our story at Temple. And so you guys give me the avenue, and, and, and I'm always welcoming you guys to come in and uh, talk to us or highlight our kids or do whatever it is. And so I can't thank you enough for letting me tell the story about Temple. Bryce, I, I can't tell you how much fun I have when I sit down with Corey Nix because it's just always a good time. He doesn't – there's a mixture between coach speak and him not BSing us, which I love. Um, you know, I would rather, I would rather coach just come out and just tell us straight up. And, you know, Corey Nix kind of toes that line between coach speak and, and getting to that point where he tells it as it is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Every time I talk to Corey is a great time man. I always enjoy being able to talk to him and you know, his, his kids are so charismatic and they're all over social media with the dancing and everything. I feel like I know the Knicks family, you know what I mean? Just from, just from Corey's posts and everybody's posts. Like, I feel like I know their family. We went to a travel ball tournament this year and uh, it was kind of in between games. And I went over and sat with the Knicks family and it was mother's day weekend, I think. And uh, AJ had a different walk-up song and it was uh, Barbie girl. And he just started prancing all the way up to the plate. And it was the funniest <laughs> thing I've seen in a long time. That's phenomenal. And me, Casey and, and Corey were all just sitting there giggling. Like it, <laughs> it kind That's of, great. You know, man, it was, it was funny. <laughs> that's phenomenal <laughs> that's yeah. it for our temple preview for the 2023 season uh we will catch you all next time same time same place